it's also something that we constantly hear. Um, anytime you want to advance in life, anytime you want to grow, there's always a sense of discomfort. And that includes opening up, especially if you're somebody who isn't used to opening up, who didn't grow in an environment that was always conducive for opening up. It will always be uncomfortable. And as with anything in life, it will be uncomfortable in the very beginning, probably in the first few times that you try it. But eventually, you'll learn to be okay with it. What is stopping you from opening your heart to other people when it comes to intimacy? And I think that this is a very, uh, a very timely and question, and at the same time, very timeless as well. Because yeah, the the way that you would open up to intimacy before is completely different from how you would open up to now. But in general, let let's go with an, a general overview first before we dive into the pandemic world of it. Uh, Joyce, I know that the both of us are very apprehensive when it comes to opening up uh, a lot. We, yeah. Me and you are the type of people that we can open up at a very base level to a lot of people. Like We are very good at that. Mm-hmm. But when you try to dig a little bit deeper, that's when you find that there is reinforced... Uh, metal rods that are stopping you from getting anywhere there. So how do you handle opening up to intimacy uh, to whether it is to whether it was to Wancho when you guys started dating or to friends uh, at least? Yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, what kept me for the longest time from opening up to other people is really trust issues. And one of the things that you have to realize is that most people have been hurt to a certain extent that has given them trust issues. And so probably the, one of the main reasons why I can't, I used to not be able to open up to a lot. Well, I can't say that. I still don't open up to a lot there of people. There you go. Days. I was no, but I, <laughs> but I opened up to my husband, right? So yes. I think it's, it's always trust issue. Um, it's, it's because I've opened up myself to other people before and they have either taken advantage of it. They have either corrupted it or, you know, I was, I ended up hurt from the process of opening up. So it's always past hurt and deeper rooted problems and issues that lead to those trust issues that eventually keep you from opening up to other people. So I feel like it's a normal part of growing up. Um, it could also be from the way that I grew up, you know, it it wasn't a normal thing for our family to talk about feelings. It's classic Pinoy um, culture that if there's any problem, you don't talk about it. What happens is you don't talk for maybe like two weeks and then somebody bakes pandesal with coconut uh, syrup and then they serve it to you and everything's... Water under the bridge. Yes, all good. You know, all good. And you don't talk about it. You don't even bring it up to anybody. There's no discussion that will be had. Okay na kayo. That's it, right? So it's kind of, it's both trust issues and it's also because of how I grew up and how I was raised. How about you, Parts? What keeps you from opening up from other people? Ooh, man, where do we, where are we going to start with this? <laughs> how much time do we have? Exactly. Um, I, I agree that the the app the i guess stopping yourself 
from opening up to other people when it comes to intimacy comes. And of course, it's always stemmed from, from being hurt. And the way that I see that is there's, it's a cause and effect. Now, if, if you got, if the cause is that you were hurt and the effect is that you don't want to open up, the problem after that is if the don't want to open up becomes a cause and not opening up becomes the effect. So if you try to reassess and be like, okay, I was hurt and now I don't want to open up. Uh, what you need to, the way that I do it is I always take baby steps to try and be able to get there. I don't eventually open up. I, I don't open up entirely at the get go. I mean, I have friends now mm. like Joyce or, or even on this podcast where I, I think I have gotten to, to a comfort level where I can be more open to, to people here and tell them, some of the weirdest things that are happening in my life and every, every time after the show I'm like why did I say that but you know it, I'm all I'm saying is uh it's about finding out where your comfort levels are despite mm. what you hurt you've been through so whether your comfort level is not there yet when it comes to relationships and intimacy then I'm guessing you're not going to be able to open up as fast as possible so I say that the one thing that you should do if you're having a hard time opening up and the first thing is that you need to understand why. Mm. Why aren't you opening up? Is it just because it's not, it's just not me. Yeah. So I always try to make sure, okay, I, I need to find the root of all of this. Of course, me being the over-analyst that I am, like, okay, what is the root for all of this? And, and then mm. I can remedy the situation. Yeah, I like what you said. So now we're transitioning to what makes you um, clam up to how can you start opening up to other people, yes. right? So as Aaron mentioned, it's baby steps. That's the first thing that you have to think about. And the second thing that I think you touched on, but is really actually a main point and is very important, it's actually self-awareness. Yes. Like, try to figure out who you are and what keeps you from opening up before you can even take those baby steps, right? So try to go back to what has happened in your life that have, you know, that have led into you kind of clamming up anytime somebody goes in and, and tries to be intimate with you and tries to be close to you. What keeps you from doing that? Is it a, a broken relationship with your parents or your siblings? It is, is it a friend or a partner that broke your trust? You know, what is it? And when you finally get to see what the root cause of the problem is, then you can call it for what it is, which is something that happened in your past. Uh, one of the things that, you know, one of my good friends from church told me that was so simple, but really changed my whole perspective when Wancha and I were planning to get married Palang, um, was I told her I'm scared because my parents didn't work out. So I don't, I don't want to take a chance. Maybe this also won't work out. And she just told me something so simple, but so profound. She said, but your parents' mistakes won't always be your mistakes. You are not your parents. And I think that's something that you could also apply in trust issues, right? In, in, in things that are keeping you from opening up. You, most of the time, it's because some people have hurt you. And you have to also acknowledge that this person in front of you that wants for you to open up, that wants to get to know you on a deeper level, is not the same person. It, they're not the same people. So it's okay for you to open up. Granted, there will always be risks in opening up to other people. But you can't 
you can't not trust the current people in your life because of the mistakes that people from your past made. Don't make other people pay for the sins of the former, like the people that were there before you. Um, uh, one way that I look at it, okay? One way that I look at opening up my, you know, myself to intimacy is walking into a room blindfolded. Okay? Exactly. Because for a lot of people, opening up is scary. So if you're blindfolded and you're running, you're, you're about to enter a room and you just run straight on through it, that's how people get hurt. You know, you need to feel around, try and see what, what are the objects around you. You still will get hurt along the way. You might stub your toe and, you know, or step on a Lego or something like that. But it's not, you'll be able to gauge how things are in the scenery around you. Um, now, if you just stop and you don't enter the room because you're blindfolded, you're stopping yourself from growing. You're stopping yourself from advancing. Uh, you have to have a little bit of bravery in you if you want to open up. Now, I know I understand the fear of not wanting to get hurt. You know, you if you don't advance, if you because of, if you stop yourself from moving because of the blindfold, you're never gonna move forward. Uh, so acknowledge again, acknowledge that there is blindfold. You are blind. You're going into it without knowing it. But vulnerability is something that comes with life and intimacy. I like that. Alamo parts. It's it's also something that we constantly hear. Um, anytime you want to advance in life, anytime you want to grow, there's always a sense of discomfort. Yes. And that includes opening up. Especially if you're somebody who isn't used to opening up, who didn't grow in an environment that was always conducive for opening up, it will always be uncomfortable. And as with anything in life, it'll be uncomfortable in the very beginning, probably in the first few times that you try it, but eventually you'll learn to be okay with it. And then you'll learn things about yourself that, okay, this is where I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable to open up after a couple of minutes, you know, not during the thick of the moment. I'm comfortable to open up when, you know, when I just woke up in the morning. You bagay that you won't really know. You won't really have like choices for opening up if you don't first try that weird, uncomfortable, fearful state of opening up for the first time. Okay, so when Aaron and I were trying to make the I guess the research for this particular topic, I found it so amazing that there is a wiki how oh. on opening up. Please inform me. Yes. So I'm going to read through some of the things that they say here, which is absolutely fascinating to me. And they're pretty good advice too. So the first part here, they even have like photos of this <laughs> that we'll probably put up. Uh, we'll, we'll ask Kiara to put it up in the video version of this podcast. Um, to, the first one is to learn to share appropriately. 
learning to share appropriately basically means you should know the difference between a stranger and a best friend. And so if you want to open up about your heartbreak, maybe you should do that with your best friend and not a stranger. Uh Or if you want to open up about something as simple as coffee preferences, then you probably could ask the person who's standing beside you at a Starbucks and not just limit it to your best friend. That's the first phase. The second phase is to evaluate your relationships, which basically means that you have to look at the kind of people that you're trying to open up to. Because sometimes it's not really you, it's them. Mm -hmm. There are people who are patient, who are good listeners, who know how to show their empathy towards you. And then there are those who are dismissive and often interrupts you. You know, like before you even finish what you're trying to say and what you're trying to tell them, um, they, they have something to say na kaagad na, hey, you shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't say that. So you have to evaluate your relationships. Is is it you or is it actually the people you're trying to open up to? Uh, the third one here is to try to talk to friends and family more often, um, which is something that we touched on, you know, it's really the the action first before you feel comfortable about it. Uh, if you're having trouble to find the motivation to do this, try keeping in mind that having social support can reduce stress and can just be overall healthy for you. So this could be something that could really help you out. You know, if you're struggling to open up to close friends and family, try talking in front of the mirror naman to practice it. I know this sounds ridiculous to some, but there really are people who find it really difficult to talk to other people. And so they have to try and talk to themselves first. I mean, it could start there. It really just depends on how much you're willing to open up to other people. And this list goes on with many other things, you know, apart from from the first part that we talked about, Kanina, there's also connecting with other people. Try to connect, ask open-ended questions. I read something earlier that said, instead of asking questions, make it into a statement. Because okay. sometimes your questions are said as questions because you're scared of saying a statement that the other person might disagree with. Instead of asking, do you enjoy my company? You could turn it into, I hope you enjoy my company. I know you enjoy my company. I'm glad you enjoy my company. So it's affirming both you and that person that you guys are spending time together. You know, she wouldn't, com- they wouldn't constantly spend time with you if they didn't enjoy it too. I know you're what? talking to me, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it. I'm glad it. It, <laughs> it reached its purpose. She enjoys it. They enjoy. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, relax, yeah. relax. Oh, ito pa part sa. Okay. Baka lang you can apply in the oh, next. Baka lang, baka lang. Baka lang naman, I mean, open to anybody. Who yeah. Would you know? I no, no one specific, Aaron. Um. So you could also adopt open body language. And this is something that I've practiced in in my career, that whenever I speak to people or whenever I'm in public places, I don't cross my arms and I yes. don't look like I'm keeping to myself. Yes. Because anything that you do with your body actually affects your mind also. And it's so weird because once you start taking notice of this, you'll, you'll start taking notice of it in every other person. Like, yes. I see it with my husband when I'm saying something that he doesn't like to talk about. Like, for example, my past or, you know, I was going through something and we had an argument. I could see him start crossing his arms and he's hunching and he doesn't realize it. But that's what body language is. Mm-hmm. So for you to start opening up to others and connecting... 
you should be mindful of the way that your body is. Are you relaxed or are you crossing your arms? I know that sometimes some people would say that, that's just how I am, it's how I relax. But try lang, try to open your arms, you know. They, they say pa nga, like your, your palms could be open while you're listening to somebody just so their eyes could also see that you're cute, you're there, you're, you're connecting with them and see where it'll take you. There's so, something so, it's something so simple that I feel like could, could really change the way that we connect with people. Uh, one thing that I, I don't know if, if anyone else does this, but uh, I know one way that me and Joyce really, when, because before me and Joyce did the radio, I mean, we were friends, we hung out a couple times and yada, yada. But the way that I always try to open up to people and I try to get comfortable with, you know, them in my life and start to open up with them is I give them a nickname. When you became Bart's, that was it. Like, yeah. I, I felt like, okay, we are starting to build something here. And if it's as simple as that, that you guys have a simple way of communicating with each other that... It feels like it's a jargon just between the two of you that opens you up already to trying to find other ways that you guys can connect. So, like, for instance, with my friends, um, you know this, like, I have one friend that I call Bar, I call you Barts, I call, and I call, like, the girlfriend of one of my other friends, they call each other Babe, and I call her Beebs, just so that it feels like I'm having a different kind of relationship with them and mm -hmm. I feel included and I feel like they're including me in something. That is really the, the, the start of a connection that you guys have, that it is understanding and comprehending that, okay, we are in so intimate with, with each other that I don't even need to call you by your name. Ganda. Alam mo, when you were talking about that, I just realized that that... This is how I also break through relationships. Like, I don't... It's hard for me to connect with people, but when they start calling me nicknames, parang nagbe-break down yung walls Exactly. Ko. That kind of bonded us in such a way that, hey, we have our own little language going on for us. So, that makes a lot of sense, Erinatide. So, so, hopefully you guys, you know, find your own way to try and build... Uh, your own world because I think that that's what that's what intimacy is and opening mm. up to it uh, when you are just stuck in your comfort zone and we've been talking kind of about this that's what stops you from really building an intimate relationship but when you guys can build your own world that starts with your own kind of intimacy yeah. then that is where you are opening up to a whole new level and if it's starting out as having inside jokes or, mm -hmm. you know, thinking, hearing something in a conversation like, for instance, the, the person that you were talking to really liked grilled cheese sandwiches. And mm -hmm. like, for instance, you know that you have a hard time putting your intimacy into words. Find other ways to make that intimacy felt. And if they can mm -hmm. feel it and they can build that world of comfort with you in that new level of intimacy... That is how you are able to open up to a whole new world there. 
Really good advice, Aaron. Um, if I may just add one last tip that I feel I could also help that's kind of in line to what you said. Try to emulate someone who you know is very open and very positive. Uh, that worked a lot for me. I personally wasn't very open at the beginning, but I started noticing a friend of mine who was very open in that he constantly complimented people like, hey, you look great today. Hey, I really love that piece that you wrote. Hey, I, 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 I found that video that you shared on Facebook very very funny and he was just so open to other people and I tried copying the things that he was doing that I felt like could be good for me as well which was you know complimenting other people striking up a conversation even if you know it was just a short conversation really being open to introduce new friends uh, old friends with new friends and when I started to do that I didn't realize that I stopped copying him and I started becoming more and more like myself just by trying to emulate him in the beginning and then kind of transitioning into who I am really at the latter part of it. I like that. Uh, I mean, you know what they, they say, they about fake it till you make it. And then, <laughs> you know, if, if you have to do some things, again, that are not usually in your character, but you keep the essence of who you are, but it's yep. just peeling back layers and layers of all of those defense mechanisms that you have to get to who you really are, that it's going to be all worth it. It's going to be so much worth it in the long run. That's right. So thank you once again to Theo. Theo. Uh, uh, Harvey. Ang layo ng Theo Ang layo ng Theo. Harvey Tan. Bakit naging Theo? Hindi ko alam kung sino si Theo. Sino si Theo? Ang ganda-ganda na ng episode. I don't know what who Theo is. And then lumabas si Theo. Boom. GG. Buti na lang hindi to live. Salamat. Thank you so much to everybody. Ikaw na mag-close part. Sige na. Close mo lang maayos ha. Thank you so much to everybody that tuned in. If you guys like the show, please continue to listen to all our previous episodes. Uh, or head on into our Facebook page. It is a Shadow Sanity SOS podcast. It is a Facebook group. Just ask to join. We will accept you over there. Theo, your, your final uh, words. <laughs> Don't call me my final words. Wagna! Who you said? At Joy Spring. At Aaron Attack. <laughs> I'll do it. Thank you very much once again for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to follow us at Erin Atayda for him, at Joyce Green for me, and join the SOS Facebook group, Shot of Sanity. And of course, don't forget to use our hashtag so you could get in touch with us. Uh, and and la last before we go, if there is a Theo in the Facebook group, I please message. Like, please post. This is not. Theo. This is not. This is not the reach. This is not reaching it. <laughs> Bye, Bye Paalam. And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com/slash adultingwithjoyspring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam. Bye.